All right, then, gentlemen. Are we ready this time? We're ready. We're ready. Ready when ready. All right. Take two. I'm your host, Neil Cordray. I have nothing special for this one uh, this week. I'm joined, of course, as typical by the one true Ben, Mike, and Wookie. And today we're going to be uh, taking the cheap shot of podcasts that create weekly content and talking about the previous year since it's the new year and the first episode of the new year. So um, going forward by looking back? Yeah, and maybe <laughs> next week we'll talk about our expectations for this coming year, because that, it's easy. So, so totally not the expected thing, right? Yeah, I know, right? Um, 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 sorry, you th- thank you for putting up with our hiatus, the three of you who are still with us, um, the three of our fans that are still with us. Uh, <laughs> We may be getting more. Who knows? Let's try. Yes, um, this is our. This is the year of. Uh, this, is, this is. I've declared this my year of push um, for the podcast. So, if you are listening to this, if you do listen to the podcast, please mention it on your social media, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Um, you also like a scribe. Yeah, it's it's like. The reason YouTubers always ask for you to like, comment, and subscribe is because it helps them get noticed. They don't, they don't care if your comment is, it is. Oh my God, I hate this. I want to, I want to murder the the people. I mean, some of them might care a little bit if you want. New to phone, murder. who this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, you could literally, if if your comment is Bob's building an army, that still helps. <laughs> Jeez, let's not do that. <laughs> This is a 2017 retrospective. I know, but... <laughs> Not that old. Which, well, and <laughs> for that matter, thumbs ups and thumbs downs both help. Let's not encourage thumbs downs. Let's not, but literally... Thumbs up like, only help. Yeah. Every, it, it, anything you can do to help get the word out if you are listening to this podcast helps. Let me so, put it so. this way, Neil. If somebody is going to do a thumbs down, you don't have to encourage them to do that. They're going to do it anyway. <laughs> They're going to do it So, also... <laughs> If you have, you know, found this on Facebook and are, you know, coming to this from there, um, go back, hit the share button. Please. Yeah, you know, and and, and say something nice, please. I mean, you can say something mean. Um, Hopefully it will be sarcastic. Yes. But, yeah, hit the share button and, and the like button and... You know, if you know a group that might be interested, share it there. Yes. Share it to all your relatives' pages. We are going to irritatingly request that you share our content this year. I'm sorry, it's just... We you can do it without being irritating. Yeah, we're going to be irritating about it. You because can, but it's us. so much more fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, before we get to the retrospective proper, this month in Geek... Um, because it's been about a month since we recorded last. <laughs> uh, do we have any? Do we have any news that's uh, that's worth? Uh, we got the Animaniacs. The, the uh, Animaniacs coming back. That's big. Um, uh, I haven't heard yet whether they're going to have any of the original writing staff or voice staff on 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 uh, on oh, staff for it. I really right. hope they get as much of the original uh, talent behind it yeah. as yeah. possible. Because if they're smart, they will. Yeah, yeah because with the voice actors, it's not also it's also not like with voice actors you're gonna go. 
well, I have a scheduling conflict, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, voice, well, I mean, some of those voice actors, like Rob Paulson, might have a scheduling conflict. Yeah, but it's but like same time, it depends. <laughs> it's easier, but it's yeah. yeah. But also at the same time, uh, Rob Paulson loves Yakko and has said on more than one occasion that he would love to play Yakko again. He so recently I, re-recorded the uh, Countries of the World song. Yeah, yeah uh, updated. Updated, updated yeah. it, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how much he loves that role. Um, yeah, it was so, still Czechoslovakia back when they recorded it, <laughs> for example. Well, it, was, yeah. it was recorded in, like, what, 91? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there were countries yeah. that were still around then. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, um, of course... Critical Role just started its new season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm in the middle of watching episode one. I watched a little bit of episode two live, but I haven't watched episode one yet, so... The, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love... I, I, I'm loving the, the accents, and, and I fig- finally figured out who... Uh, uh, it's Laura that's... Pl- uh, no, it's Marisha that's playing the monk. Yeah. Yeah, I finally figured out who she is. Her accent is drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure she's, she's going to go drunk and run at three. It's, um, I'm, I mean, it's pretty much a shoe in Well, also, but I figured out who she's actually, uh, who she, whose voice she's actually channeling. Who's that? Uh, Anna uh, from Saturday Night Live does Hillary Clinton. Uh, Anna Ferris? No, Anna Kendrick. Uh, she was in Ghostbusters too. She played. Uh, oh, you're thinking of Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. You, yes. You know Kate how McKinnon. bad I am with names. Well, Kate McKinnon, yeah, who played uh, the one with the yellow glasses in Ghostbusters. God, I can't remember. I, I didn't see that in the new Ghostbusters. Oh, you are you are. Oh, bad geek. You're a foolish, yeah, foolish man. Kate McKinnon, IMDb, done deal. Yeah, I, I am a failure of geek of geeking this. Yeah, but that, that is, she is doing a dead-on impression of Kate McKinnon. And just to give people an idea of how much Critical Role is helping contribute to uh, the revival of uh, D&D and tabletop games in general, um, they have this uh, they have this service called Alpha, or the website Project Alpha, where basically it's similar to a Twitch subscription where you subscribe $5 a month and you can see all the Geek and Sundry uh, Twitch stuff and then all the other shows and stuff. Um, well, that went down because it was so crazy because it was a launch of a new campaign and a lot of people are waiting in the wings to join in the new campaign that yeah. didn't have a few hundred hours to spare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I remember watching a couple episodes of Critical Role um, while they were still in campaign one. Well, I was like, this is really cool. I'm never going to try to catch up on this. Right. I, yeah. right. E- e- even though I spend a lot of my time gaming and could let, let this run in the background... I know. Yeah, yeah. No. even this is, I have, this is that's two hundred hours. Of you don't want to make life. it feel like it's a project. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. what I was getting to the point was with that is that when that went down and they had to like hop on to Twitch because they couldn't watch it on Alpha, uh, it was like a hundred thousand or so people watching at the same time. Yeah. And that's not counting people because they're doing it live on YouTube now. Yeah, it was on YouTube. Right. Live yeah, that was, was a new thing. It. Is the first yeah. episode? Yeah. Is uh, the, the second campaign. episode was on was on YouTube live. That's a thing now. They're doing. They're streaming live on YouTube on the uh, new mm-hmm. campaign. So that'll only you know broaden the viewership even more. And now yeah. they're being officially backed by yeah D and D Beyond yeah right? and D Beyond yeah, <laughs> which makes sense it. because Matt and Marisha were already doing like the pronunciation guide yeah. for that. So there's yeah. already, and now D and D Beyond actually has an option. For critical role content, yeah, for, yeah and, <laughs> even and, more synergy. Yeah, and they're and they're yeah. uh, and they're synergy. play testing uh, one of Matt's uh, 
Um, yeah, the Blood Hunter. The Blood Hunter, which I can't wait to see. Yep. It was and, a fun class. I've played it. Yeah. Which, yeah. fun fact, was uh, originally started as the Witch Hunter because they were doing a promotional tie-in with the Witch Hunter, that uh, Vin Diesel movie, when they yeah. did the D and Diesel thing uh, a while back. Yeah. So that is kind of like the evolution of that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's a big thing in streaming geekery. Yeah, so that's huge in, in Geekdom right now. <laughs> it's yeah. huge. Sam Regal, uh, first episode of the new campaign wore the same shirt as yeah, the first I saw that episode on the of the face, first campaign. On the Facebook group, they right. that out. And on the bottom <laughs> and, of his cup first. <laughs> yeah, and um, Travis Willingham said a paraphrase of the same line he said in the first episode. Yeah, and that was very intentional. Which was, yeah. uh, I, I don't remember. This is, well, Grog in the first episode said, I've got an intelligence of six, I know what I'm doing. And he paraphrased it with his new character, said, I've got an intelligence of, what, 14? I know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. I haven't gotten that, that long yet, yeah. so that's, yeah. Uh, now, as much as, as much as we would love to geek out over... Uh, yeah. This, yeah, this, this is not a Critical Role podcast. I know. But, uh, yes. New campaign. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, but it is worth so. mentioning they got that. Um, so we got a new we got a new Ant Man and the Wasp uh, f- uh, photos out. We got the costumes. Yeah, uh, we got photos of the costumes. Sony announced that Tom Holland will be in the new Venom movie. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, Likely just as Peter. Yeah. yeah. Much, this much, rumor is much to the uh, disappointment of men with small penises everywhere. The Doctor is now officially female. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, I fi- that that's a bit of a trap because then if somebody has an opinion that they're against it, then you know you're gotcha. implying that they have a small. Piece. That that is that is in fact well, the. It's a trap. That's a trap. That is in fact the implication <laughs> and the uh, and implying insecurity. Yes, um, there there is that that yeah. that was a joke. Well done, Michael. <laughs> Thank you. I did it good. That's part of the joke. Good. <laughs> he saw what you did there. <laughs> uh, but the Christmas special happened. I haven't actually gotten a chance to watch it yet, but I also haven't seen series eight or nine either, so I'm yeah. a little bit behind. Well, um, I, yeah, and and I've been following that. The first Doctor, the what Thirteenth Doctor, or. 13th Doctor. She's the 13th yeah. Doctor, officially, yeah. because uh, the War Doctor, while he counted in the regeneration list, did not get a number because he wasn't going by the name of the Doctor. Yeah. Sure. Please. So, so the, fir- the 13th Doctor's first words were all brilliant. <laughs> right before Is that like a thing? I, yeah. I well, they, 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 yeah. Um, they, there was always the first and last lines of, of each Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think tenants were like I don't want to go. Uh, that, I didn't like last tenants' week. last words being "I don't want to go" because um, the actor he didn't want to leave. No, he didn't. Yeah. He loved the role. Yeah. But uh, his first one was like, "What teeth? New teeth? Or teeth? That's new." <laughs> um, uh, Matt Smith was uh, Matt Smith was. What, what's going on? Oh right, I'm crashing. <laughs> right, yeah, right. And uh, I will never forget. I will never. And his last word, I will never forget when the doctor was me. I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then of course Eccleston's was run, <laughs> and I was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> So, and so were you. <laughs> we've now had three doctors who are also Harry Potter actors. <laughs> That's right. She was. She um, yeah, not, you're right. Not her. No, no, no. Revolving door from Eccleston, Hogwarts to Tenet. And, and even Eccleston. Uh, Tenet was Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the War Doctor oh, was, yeah. was John Hurt. Yeah. yeah. The John Wand Maker, Olivander. Olivander, right? Yeah. And then. Um, 
Was it Smith or? I just had it in my head and I forgot it. <laughs> Capaldi? Was it Capaldi? No, Capaldi wasn't. No. Capaldi. Oh, no. Um, for the Christmas special, the actor they got to play the first doctor oh, okay. ah. was Argus Filch. Mm, yeah, the groundskeeper. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. and, yeah, and he's a pretty good double for Pertwee. Yeah, so. he looked a lot like him. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 do, I have to admit, what little I had seen of that was, yeah, it was a damn it, good. Double. It was a, it was a good special. Uh, okay, um, any other news? Uh, the Black Lightning series mm. premiered on CW. It was oh, actually yes. really good. Watch that. Not tied to the Arrowverse is the first hero show they've done <clears throat> since Arrow. You know, that's a little refreshing, to be honest with you. Yeah. Right. Because there's so many moving pieces, yeah. so many moving parts. To be Although, with that, they do, acknowledge, they do acknowledge that there are heroes in other places. Yeah. Um, and, and, it's, and it's topical without being preaching. That's hard to pull yeah. off, so. Yeah. It, well, it, actually, it's not as hard as you'd think. But Hollywood makes it look hard because they love putting in their preachy stuff in right. shows. Well, and, and the guy they have, <laughs> the, the guy they have playing uh, Black Lightning is so good at that. I mean, he is just. If they cast him as Martin Luther King Jr., I would believe it. I would. I would buy that role. He is, I haven't seen it. So has he? Uh, is, what, do you know the name offhand, or if he's been I in other stuff? Because don't know. I haven't really kept up with the, the hype for he's it. He's been in other stuff. I just can't think of it on top of my head. Yeah. Um, to the internet, um, but basically he uh, um, he he just pulls it off. He's got the gravitas and the and the. Uh, Sorry for the knocks and the pokes. By the way, we're in a different room than usual. <coughs> it's house it's than also usual. really for a CW show. It's drastically different too because usually their stars are like teenage or young adult. This right. guy's in his forties. Chris Williams. So they actually have some people the, uh, that look like real people. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. refreshing. So Chris Williams <laughs> is the uh, okay. is like. Cool. Uh, because he's retired. This is Black Lightning after he's been retired from being a hero for nine years. Interesting. And the state of the city is going to be what brings him back. Yeah. Actually, yeah, and, and it uh, it affect when it starts to affect, because for nine years he's been the principal of a high school, and he's kept that high school as an oasis. But, have you seen the Morgan Freeman movie, Lean on Me? Uh, I don't think so. Where he, he takes a horrible high school and completely turns it around. Hmm. That's essentially what he's been as, as for the school's principal. He's yeah. completely turned it around, made it safe. Uh, has like I think they said a ninety percent um, graduation rate. Yeah, yeah, no metal detectors. And that's one thing that in the, in the pilot, the character is very. It's like I will not treat these kids like you know like criminals. Well, um, we can uh, we can dig into that a little more in yeah, our upcoming yeah, twenty eighteen. Worth 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 a look at. Um, other things. Uh, the Magician season three started uh, just this last oh week. Oh my god, I love that show. Uh, by the way, <laughs> uh, for you guys uh, here, we're recording, and for even for our listeners at home, we're recording this on a Saturday uh, because scheduling conflicts with the new year. Uh, Saturdays is now when we record. I'm gonna try to have this up by uh, tomorrow, so, uh, Sunday the twenty first. So, I've got less time to turn around on this, but... Hopefully the internet is still up tomorrow. (laughs) I have three words that made the premiere of Magician so great. I haven't seen the first first episode of of season three yet. Well, when you do see it... I've seen all three seasons, too. But the great cock. <laughs> there are a number of ways that that could go. I know, yeah. <laughs> especially with that show. There are yeah. so many ways that could go. Yeah, but um, I just watched episode two uh, yesterday, nice. for season three. 
I definitely want to, uh, I definitely will be getting around to uh, getting uh, my eyes on that at some point here. Um, I love this show so much. More, have, have we killed enough time uh, so that we don't have to, re- to reminisce for very long? Spoiler, spoiler of the week, and then move on. Yes. Yeah, um, spoiler of the week. Um, Thanos is going to be in uh, Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> With a shiny new glove. Yep. He's gonna he's gonna get up off his throne too. Huh? He's gonna even get up off his throne. Right? Yeah, and he's well, he's finally he's finally getting over that. Which, which does remind me. Yeah. Why he's purple, right? It does remind me of the interesting thing um, in uh, in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, I only just remembered it because everyone noticed the Infinity Gauntlet in, in uh, Odin's treasury and Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, fake. Yeah. Fake. <laughs> a lot of fans ask about that: is why are there two gauntlets? Because he, you see him take one from mm. a totally different vault. Yeah. But there's the one that was. In Thor. Like ooh, that. Haven't seen that so, in a while. Fake. Like a one second <laughs> yeah. thing, they completely explain it. Fake. Which, by the way, it's totally keeping keeping with the character in the story because Odin is full of shit. Oh, yeah. Like, all the time. Like, 24-7. Yeah. Well, like, he's always lying to everyone, his own family, and, like, all these, you know. Oh, so where, do you like, think, where do you think Loki got his, you know, his consummate skill in? Yeah. How better to keep everyone assured that the galaxy is safe from the Infinity Gauntlet than to make them think that right. you've got it? Exactly. Yeah. I don't really know where it is, so make one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and what it does is it gives the people who are looking for it a target to aim for. Yeah. That isn't the real one. <laughs> you yeah, know? that too. It's not a bad idea. Well, it's something I, I do. I, I've done in in my books. Uh, that was uh, that was something else that's uh, worth mentioning. Uh, Twenty seventeen, I kind of got off track writing my book. Uh, life got in the way, and I ran out of spoons. Um, <laughs> I hear you. If you uh, if, for anyone who doesn't understand what I mean by I ran out of spoons, um, look up on the internet. It's a thing called spoon theory. Um, you only have so many spoons. You only have so many spoons. Uh, everything costs spoons, and you only have so many spoons in a day uh, to be able to do things with. You just need AKA, to take a level of Spoonie Bard, and you'll be all set. Yeah. AKA, how many fucks do you have to give? Yeah. And <laughs> it, it, it's been a bad... It was a bad year for me, mentally speaking. Um, I don't know how well I've made this clear in the podcast, but I have... I suffer from depression and anxiety. And that has been making thing. It made things really tricky for me this last year. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping uh, things have been looking up for me a lot this year. Um, so I'm hoping to be able to get back on track on that. Hopefully, have some updates for people, and not just people in the Patreon who I've been having to give a weekly reminder that I still haven't written anything in my book, <laughs> because the yeah. pa- our, our patrons get a weekly update on the status of the book and. <sighs> the episodes and plans and things yeah. when I remember to do it weekly. But then all of my patrons currently are my direct family, so I can also call them on the phone if I really feel like it. Facebook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 2017 was uh, kind of a rough year for, at least the end of it was a rough year for us, my, for my family too. We lost a family member. Mm. Uh, my health went <laughs> all over the place. Um, yeah, it should be better. I'm getting better. I am already better. I've lost 20 pounds since December 1st. Hey, hey! Yes. 
I am 90% of the man I used to be. (laughs) (laughs) That is is worth celebrating. In any case, we should really get to the the topic at hand. I guess we kind of are, actually, because we are now reminiscing over 2017. We're just starting with the shit. Technically, we start with Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah, which... Yeah, it was a good movie. It was a very good movie. Yeah, it was really good. I I knew it was going to be good, but it it exceeded my expectations. Yeah. And I love that it was a very different kind of movie, and that they let the director do his thing instead of, you have to follow the Marvel formula. Right. Well, he did kind of follow the Marvel formula. Yeah, to an extent. In that he he took it in a direction. Basically, the Marvel formula is make it good. Make it a good story. And and he did. Um, You know, and... Oh, um, have people seen the new... um, The new... Unhappy, um, well, I guess no one has because Thor Ragnarok hasn't gone on Blu-ray yet, but um, on the Blu-ray for Thor Ragnarok, uh, there is going to be a special featurette similar to Thor with his roommate, except it's going to be the Grand Master with the same roommate. That is going to sell so many copies. (laughs) Speaking of, I just looked up March 6th and will be the Blu-ray release. (laughs) Awesome. Which <laughs> it's gonna be an expensive month for me. Star Wars comes out the same month. Oh my god, yes. Star Wars and uh, um, Switch Star Wars. Uh yeah. Star Wars. The most divisive Star Wars of all time. <laughs> I saw really interesting Or is it just that we hear about it more now because twenty eighteen internet age and all that? Maybe. Or twenty seventeen. Yeah, I, I actually listen. Uh, sorry. Um, so I'm, I'm subscribed to a number of YouTube channels because how else am I going to waste my time? One of them, one of which is the Film Theorists channel. And he posited a theory as to why, um, he posited a theory as to why, um, Star Wars Episode Eight was so divisive, and that was because theorists got a chance to theorize about it hard. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it was super meta, actually. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, Speculation is what well, hurt the movie more than anything else. And, and he actually got into a lot of, into some of the uh, science and psychology as to exactly why, because there's, yeah. this, there's this concept of if everyone talks about how important Ray's parents are, and, and it's this big thing in, in news cycles for a long time, you get the impression that it's going to be important, and then when it's not important, and uh, I'm yeah. sorry, spoilers for episode A. Yeah. Well, um, you can just say it's not important and leave it at that. Yeah. But <laughs> it, when it turns out it's not important, then everyone gets all mad because it's not important. Yeah, see, I tuned all that stuff out, and I really enjoyed the movie, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the movie for what it was. And, it. You know. Ryan Johnson has been slowly explain not that he needs to, but slowly explaining a few of the things in the movie that people have been complaining about. Yeah. My favorite one is Luke's power that people have been complaining has never been in the canon. Oh, yeah. The for the projecting himself. Every movie there's a new thing that had never been right? in the canon. Yeah. But, uh, their complaint was that it's never been in the canon before, which even though it has never it's been in Legends. Actually, I <laughs> which people have argued was canon, which it never actually was. Right. But when John, uh, Ryan's way of explaining it he didn't type anything he didn't do any kind of video he just took pictures of himself going to these books the uh, you know the bounty hunters guy the Jedi path and he grabbed the Jedi path took yeah. a picture from pulling it out a picture of him opening it turning to force abilities and pointing to one called Simul <laughs> um, Futurist or Doppelganger and yeah. the just a picture of the description, and it's exactly what Luke did. It'll yeah. let you take an object or a person, <laughs> including yourself, and make an exact duplicate that can even be physical. 
Which is funny because so many people have their, their favorite parts of Legend. They're like, oh, that's not canonical anymore. I'm upset. And then they actually take something. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> Legends make it canonical. They go, I've never seen that before. When? Yeah, yeah that's not canonical. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're yeah. going to piss somebody off. That's the thing. Is you you're can't gonna, please everyone all the time. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to piss somebody off. And anymore... I feel like if you're not pissing a decent amount of people off, you're not doing your job right. Exactly. Anymore, I mean... Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, they, they questioned uh, why his lightning hit the floor um, when he was using it against Kylo. And some people were like, is it because he's so weak he can't raise his arms? Or it's like, And his explanation was just like, lightning usually hits the floor, the ground before it strikes. And so he, I just thought it was a cooler way to do the lightning. Yeah, I mean... Or just have it... People, people... I thought it was cool looking. People dissect this stuff and analyze it. Yeah. Like, wait, yeah. who's lightning? Uh, Snoke when he used it against Kylo Ren oh. when he called him weak for f- losing to Rey Kylo went to attack him and he lightning the floor and it bounced up and hit Kylo and yeah and you know why they did that because it was a cool visual effect yeah it was, yeah. That was a great visual it effect cool. sometimes yeah. you just do things yeah. because they look cool yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. To, yeah. Me that, to me that's not him <laughs> being weak that's him going I'm gonna hit you I'm with this badass. frisbee. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna, I'm gonna hit yeah. you with this frisbee, and because I'm so good, I'm gonna bounce it off the floor. <laughs> you I know? used to be that good with a frisbee. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like Captain America's shield. He'll hit yeah. you from the side. Why? Because he can! Spidey's line in Civil War. You know that thing defies all laws of physics. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. You know. But yeah, the it's thing magic. with. Get over it. You know, or or with, with Leia's whole thing, you know, with the Force. Yeah. It's like, my God, it's been how many years? You know, and Luke was running an academy. It's not outside. You know, she's she's also a Skywalker. She's also, not to mention, in canon, in The Return of the Jedi, the Force runs strong in my family. My father has it. I have it. My, my sister, sister has it. Well, she <laughs> yeah. strikes back. She uses the Force to sense Luke's presence. Yeah. yeah. She saves his life by picking him up with the Falcon. Exactly. So that's actually the beginning of her using the Force. <laughs> right. Just in a very unglamorous way. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, it's like... Dude, she you know she's General Organa. She is a oh, oops. Well, fine. <laughs> you know she went from being princess to general. She is gonna be a badass. Yeah. Now, I will say I didn't like the the Superman. execution of it. I, I didn't think like was the Superman weird. scene because like <laughs> because but that was mostly because you were she was in the vacuum of space for more than three seconds, and I know people will argue. Space is different in Star Wars, sure. Yeah, like explosions and sound and stuff. At the same time, that that really that did in fact draw me out of things heavily. But that's beside the point. Eh, yeah. Um. So Star Wars happened. Yeah. Um, that's recent. Yeah. What happened at the beginning? Oh well, here's what happened throughout the year, as I was going to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, in gaming, 2017 was the year of the loot box. Bum bum bum. Every game... Insert Neil Rant here. Yeah, every game had loot boxes, and it was well, bad. A lot of games had not every game. Every game with a, from a major publisher, publisher pretty much, yeah. uh, found a way to shoehorn in What about Horizon Zero loot boxes. Dawn? It did not. Yeah, but it also didn't really have any microtransactions because it was done well. Right, microtransactions. Well, yeah, Either it's, the statement is accurate or it's not. Well, you basically. Zero, I don't think also. I don't think also did, had a major publisher. I'll have to double check that. By the way, it was a big thing no. in gaming. Well, whatever. From uh, from a lot of major publishers. Yeah, it's a big yeah. issue regardless. It was a microtransaction that basically made it play to win. Well, not 
Not many, all of them were pay to win. Not very of... many games actually did pay to win. Um, that is not that, that is not accurate. Well, the few that did kind of stole the sucked the oxygen out of the room. Yes. Basically. Yeah. 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 The, That's the main issue for me is the implementation of it. Yeah. 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 Well, my main problem my main problem was with it was putting it in places where it was very much <clears throat> and yeah no it was it did not have a major uh, I mean publisher was so Sony Interactive Entertainment but. Sony Interactive Entertainment is the publisher you get when you're making a an ex, when you're making a PlayStation exclusive and you can't get anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the game was a big hit. The biggest, yeah, one of the hit. biggest things that was complained about with loot boxes, specifically with Battlefront, was the fact that it was gambling without the consumer being aware that it was gambling and that kids were going to be playing it. Yeah. Uh, there, there are a lot of concerns about about the legality of loot boxes because they constitute. It, it's hard to say whether or not legally they are gambling. They are in a horrible gray area. Right. Um, so for those of us who don't buy new games all the time, uh, like everyone in this like room, everyone in the room? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, well, even well, then, it's only if it's a game he cares about. It's not yeah, all the time. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it's one of those things of I've I've heard of loot boxes. I know they're microtransactions. How do they constitute gambling? Um, mostly, be, um, so the the way they, they constitute gambling ish is um, they uh, is is when you open them, they can have literally anything in them. Okay, so it's um, a grab bag. It is a yeah. grab bag. It's yeah. like buying a booster pack for a card game. Yeah, and, and or like a and, random thing of minis. Yeah, or and in fact, actually, that's why. Uh, buying a booster pack for a card game actually is kind of why it's gonna it's it's I'm a little bit afraid about whether or not loot boxes do get regulated because then what's to stop people yeah. from the CCGs and things it could, like it could yeah. go down people could try to they could have good intentions and it could lead to bad unintended consequences yeah. on what people are able to mm. sell the, and the only so difference on and so forth. The only big difference is that with uh, loot boxes and video games is you're not getting anything physical that you yeah can you're only getting sell. a digital good. Yeah. Right. Um, and there, and that is, I feel, a a good delineation draw. So, the main thing is it can have literally anything in it, and the other thing is there is no, uh, a, with the exception of a couple good actors, and there mm-hmm. are, and to, it is not to be taken away that even though I'm complaining about uh, loot boxes, mm-hmm. um, the bad actors make it real bad. There are some good actors that make it not so bad, um, mm-hmm. but with the exception of the of the good actors, they no one publishes drop rates. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Actually, is that the big distinction, or one of the big distinctions here, mm-hmm. is that if you go into a casino and you play roulette, you know exactly what your odds are. Yep. If you play blackjack, you have a pretty good idea of what your odds are if you do the homework to see how the odds work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, on a lot of these cases, even in some slot machines, they may give you a general idea of, like, based on how much yeah. the jackpot has accrued or whatever, like, how much you may have a chance of. But this has nothing. Well, You're also, going in completely. Yeah. Also, yeah. with with all of that gambling. You know they're going to be 21 or older or whatever the legal well, gambling yeah, well, is also, the Well, and I was going to say, also with all that gambling, that is very heavy, heavily regulated. Yeah. Uh, slot machines have to have a certain odds percentage of right. winning. And that odds percentage of winning legally cannot change. Yeah. Because the other thing that can happen right. with loot boxes is, um, and this is something, uh, we, 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 this is a, a thing that, that many people are afraid of, yeah. is that the drop rates can be 
currently, they legally can be manipulated. Right. You can say, oh, there's this one skin that everybody wants. Well, now, kind of harder to get. Well, yeah. now instead of dropping yeah. one every thirty times, it drops out one every three thousand times because everyone will keep buying my loot boxes to get this to get this one skin. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, they can and that is legal. That's the real problem. Yep. When Battlefront Two was in early access, before they got rid of the microtransactions, <coughs> just before the actual release, mm-hmm. uh, the angry angry reviewer, I think he goes by. Paid forty dollars worth. The angry. The, there are a lot of angry reviewers. Are you talking about angry? Angry Joe. Joe. Actually, angry, angry Joe. 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 Yeah. yeah, he did forty dollars yeah. just and bought the same loot crate. Um, loot box. With, yeah. 40, yeah, forty of the same. Box. Forty dollars worth mm-hmm. of the same loot box and got nothing but shit. N- no <laughs> high end stuff out of the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 See, that's that's. that's That'd be like getting. Remember back, like back in the nineties. I'm pretty sure there probably is a reviewer out there called the angry, angry reviewer. Oh, I'm sure there is. There's that's not the even though like because you know you've got the angry video game nerd, yeah. you've got angry Joe, angry fill in the blank. Uh, you've yeah. got Total Biscuit, the cynical Brit. I mean, yeah. you've got yeah. So anyways, <laughs> sorry. I was gonna say, remember like in the nineties when uh, when trading cards for like comic books and stuff was really big and mm-hmm. you could you know oh well, you could say that with like sport cards too you get a box of cards mm-hmm. and you're gonna get some good stuff in there just by sheer volume you're gonna get some good stuff mm-hmm. yeah uh this who knows you could be really unlucky and get a bunch of yeah. crap like that there <laughs> were, and, and interestingly enough uh, looking into the history of loot boxes um and of pseudo gambling uh pods pseudo <laughs> blind pull things like this it's actually kind of interesting because the outrage over loot boxes is very, very similar to the outrage over Pokemon cards um, in mm. the 90s and baseball cards in the mm-hmm. 60s and 70s. Yeah. Um, mostly because... Uh, but the, the, the big thing that is different between baseball cards, Pokemon cards, and loot boxes is... Physical good versus digital good. Well, also, those were very also, specifically aimed towards kids. Well, also, those, those packages will guarantee you at least like one. Rare. Yeah, they'll give you odds on the plastic. Yes. I remember from getting those as a kid. You know, you're yeah. going to get at least one yeah, new card like when you when yeah. you if you Sorry. play Magic the Gathering, um, which I do. Shock and shock and awe. Uh, <laughs> a a pack has fifteen card has uh, sixteen cards in it these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the exact distribution. It's one. Rare or or potentially mythic rare card. Um, I want to say uh, six. Um, no, yeah, it's one. It's one rare mythic rare. Uh, five uncommons and uh, nine commons, and then one foil card, which can be of any rarity. Right. Um, so ever and. The and mythic rares are packed into packs at a rate of I want to say it's like one mythic to every uh, to every like there there are actually this is why I like Magic the Gathering and a lot of other because the drop rates are published right? <clears throat> now you're not necessarily guaranteed to get the you know you're not necessarily rec- you're definitely gonna get you know Jace Belarin the the mind mage of Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah, uh, Jace is... Uh, uh, but, um, but you are always guaranteed to get 
a card of this rarity, this many cards of this rarity, and this many cards of this rarity. Yeah. And because you're talking print runs, you know that out there in the world, of all rares, there's pretty much an equal number of each of them. Mm-hmm. And of all mythic rares, there's pretty much an equal number of each of them. Another thing to point out, the difference between cards and the digital stuff is that uh, pretty much on every example, you can't, if you get some stuff that you don't need or want, you can't trade that to another player. You're just stuck with it. With the cards, you can actually make, oh, hey, I need this to complete yeah. this set here. Anybody need Give a play a, set of Sprout yeah. Swarm? Right. Give me a I got like 20 of them. Here's the other thing with digital content. Um, when the servers go away, so do all your stuff. Well, yeah, but the company can also go, oh, we're getting rid of that. It can go away. Yep. Even if the server is not down. This actually happened recently with the shutdown of Marvel Superheroes. Yeah, Marvel Heroes. A lot of people spent a crap ton of money buying all the different heroes, their costumes and whatever. And it, it had like four months prior just released on console. And then uh, Disney decided not to continue their deal with the creator of the game. Right. Yeah, and but... so the game had to shut down. And so all these people who had literally just bought the game, even as much as a, as early as a week before, yep. mm-hmm. were going to lose access to all this stuff they just spent money on. Yep. Most of those people have actually been getting refunded for everything they spent, but a lot of people, depending on where they got the game... Yeah, it's, your mileage may vary. Microsoft... Surprisingly, because they're usually the last ones to give refunds, were the first ones to give full refunds for. Because the game itself was free, but all yeah. the other stuff, they were giving full refunds. Sony, first hits free, man. Yeah, Sony was the ones who were slower on giving refunds for that stuff, but now everybody is getting yeah. it. They, they they were actually giving refunds early. You just didn't hear about it because they got hacked and had to start all over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only about thirty minutes. So. So, you know, loot boxes. Loot boxes uh, were a thing. Um, What else we got? Uh, We'll see. We had... We had Thor. We had... We had all of the a lot of reviews <laughs> movies. Yeah. I guess a, an important yeah. significant thing to kind of shoehorn so in there last year. Mm-hmm. is um, at the end of the year, we found out that um, Disney is purchasing most of Fox Entertainment. Yeah. So all this stuff we've been talking about over the year with like the Punisher and Defenders and stuff... That's not going to be a Netflix thing anymore. You know that it's going to go to a uh, Disney streaming service. Now, granted, it's going to take a while to hammer out the deal and make it official. So, well, Marvel's yeah. been owned by Disney for a long time. I doubt that's... Well, I'm talking about their deal with Netflix to put their content on Netflix. They're not going to... As far as the movies and stuff go, yes. That'll probably eventually go to Disney's stuff. But Daredevil and that stuff will stay Netflix. It's because it's being produced it's, by yeah, Netflix. It's being made by Netflix. It will stay with Netflix. <laughs> well, so, however yeah. long that deal lasts. Yeah. I don't know. Well, well however so, long that deal remains lucrative to Disney. Yeah. Uh, and Disney's... Disney's pretty smart, I think, about customer service where they can... You know, about keeping their base where it, where it is. Because... Jessica Jones and all the Netflix stuff, that's just a funnel to Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know, if they were smart, you know, they'll just say, you know, also, you know, Marvel.com. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, come to DC.com. 
But uh, yeah, we got we got some good series from Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, the Castlevania series, uh, which we're going to get more episodes yeah, that was of great. in summer, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and I think we're supposed to get more. Oh, uh, I think we're supposed to get the second part more. of the Tick yeah. is coming out in February. Exactly, yeah. that's where I was going. But yeah, yeah, was was we're going to have so many things to review this year too. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Just eventually, like in another couple of years, with the volume of media that comes out, this is going to turn into a pure review show. So we, can yeah. com- we can always combine some things. We don't need to dedicate an hour and a half to one thing necessarily. That is true. Yeah. We usually talk more than an hour and a half, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> about one, one thing, right? Yeah. Well, the things, especially movies and stuff like that, because we have our, you know, we have our things that we like about them. And next card, Stillman. And next card. So yeah, yeah, we um, got. Uh, so we've got. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Uh, what do we have gaming wise? I mean, like D and D and tabletop gaming wise, come out last year. Uh, we had Xanathar's. Xanathar's guide to everything. Xanathar's guide. Volo's yeah. guide. Uh, we had uh, Tales from the Young World. Actually, Volo's was twenty sixteen. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. In Pathfinder. Well, World. no. Technically, it was twenty. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, technically it was 2017, which is the very beginning of 2017. It was like the couple right. weeks in, maybe. In ye olde land of Paizo, Starfinder came. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Starfinder. I actually had a buddy um, who played Starfinder a bit. And which he is actually... He said some good things. Which is really cool. Yeah. I've looked at it a little bit. It's... It, it's... <coughs> it's the Pathfinder treatment to Spelljammer. Yeah. Which is... Kind of, which is a cool That's a concept. deep cut right there. Yeah. <laughs> Even for typical nerds, it's a deep cut. Spelljammer, okay. Spelljammer. I remember Spelljammer. I played Spelljammer. I've got a couple Spelljammer novels. <laughs> you don't have novel. to feel too old for Actually, that, because I did too. Actually, yeah. and Ben, I have a Spelljammer novel. I have two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was trying, trying to not make fun of you for being old. <laughs> I have a Spelljammer modules. <laughs> or hads. No, or I actually have one of the paperback ships. fiction novels. It's really bad too. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, Tales from the Young Portal also came out in yeah. D and D land. And yeah. um, cool. for crit roll people, the uh, yeah Talbot campaign, campaign setting, right? Which is just a great book. Yeah, yeah. read it. So also, also the uh, Middle Earth uh, campaign setting for Five E came out last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Technically? I think it started towards the end of 2016. Whatever. It's hard to keep track because I pre-ordered the books, so it's hard yeah. to keep track of when... Well, there were at least some releases during yeah. 2017. Um, oh, actually, that reminds me. Um, in the world of things that I have kickstarted, um, <laughs> Battle <laughs> Chef Brigade uh, actually came out this last year. Mm-hmm. It's a very fun little... It's really hard to describe because um, it's... It's a you dungeon crawl you dungeon crawl and fight monsters in an in an action RPG like mm-hmm. uh, like a Diablo esque thing kind of to kill the monsters and collect their bits and then go do a puzzle game to cook food out of them. That's <laughs> very bizarre. What was this? It's a game called Battle Chef Brigade. Battle Chef Brigade. Oh, that reminds me of um, Diablo. Uh, and it's it, it's an Iron Chef like cooking style competition. That, <laughs> That's even weird that you're doing yeah. too. So. I was gonna say real quick, Diablo. They came out with a Rise of the Necromancer content in 2017. So anyone that was a fan of that and was really wanting to play the Necro class, now's your chance. Um, it's fun. In and the world of Path of Exile. Uh, which is the Diablo clone of my, of my yes, choice. Yes, Grinding Gear Games. Um, they came out with... Uh, <laughs> in 2017, actually, they came out with two really big expansions. Uh, they came out with version 3.0 in... let's say March or April, uh, which added six additional acts to the game, to the main storyline. Wow. So instead of being act one through... Um, 
I know, I'm sorry, it was five additional acts, but okay. instead of being act one through five, um, played three times to get to the end game grind content. Instead, you played, played yeah. act yeah. one through ten. That's cool. And then you're in the end game grind content. <clears throat> and then, um, in and then uh, just a couple months ago, um, it was in late uh, late October, early November. Uh, they were le- released version three point one called Wharf of the Atlas, which completely reworked their end game grind content, um, which is a system called mapping, which essentially it, you you create. Arenas that you go and kill monsters in, um, but it's a lot of fun. So with uh, and then my games Fallout Four introduced uh, Creators Workshop, which you could Yay. and um, <laughs> paid mods and uh, also had their mod content put directly into the game, so you could go there as opposed to having to go to Nexus. That actually happened before uh, Creators Workshop came out, but no, I mean it was no, it was at the same time as you can go in your menu to mods. Oh. Uh, it's an in menu option now. I don't know. I've I've never had a problem with using uh, the Nexus and the Mod Manager to mod my games. So, well, I have. So I this can teach you. It's real easy. This is yeah. This is easier for me. Now it's unnecessary. Yeah, now it's unnecessary. Except <laughs> not all the mods are on Bethesda.net versus uh, Nexus, but that's beside the point. Right. Um, but you had your games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Battlefront Two had a uh, campaign update that ties it to the Last Jedi. It actually explains how they knew where to hit the um, dreadnought. Hmm. Oh. Um, also, in Battlefront Two news, um, how you, you, uh, I don't know if you heard about it, but uh, people are the. The the makers, uh, EA and Dice, uh, mm-hmm. argued uh, the reason they didn't do any cosmetic mods is because nobody wants a pig Darth Vader. The first mod, the first community made mod for for uh, for Battlefront Two was a pink Darth Vader. Yeah, there have been some great PC mods. Like someone took Luke, yeah. someone took Luke, and reskinned him. Took it same, same abilities and then reskinned him to look like Episode Three Anakin. It, oh, it looks amazing. That sounds cool. Yeah. I thought it was great. I was like, nobody wants a pink Darth Vader. And like, so I, I don't know if it was first the first. Yeah, I don't know if it was the first mod, but like, one of the first mods that came was pink Darth Vader because. And it had like a million meme. downloads. Yeah. <laughs> well, because meme, and also because why wouldn't you want a pink Darth Vader? I mean, if if it's even tangentially related to Darth Vader, people want it. Yeah. Darth Vader is awesome. Yeah. I'd like to see, like, a battle-damaged Vader. That'd be cool, too. I mean, I was, yeah. Since we're on the subject of Darth Vader, um, I want to plug the Darth Vader comic book. It's oh effing amazing. They completed, the, they, they've collected all of that into trades now, so if people want to, you know, nice. get started conveniently and affordably. Yeah. They um, started a new, a new one now. The one, where, the one where they explain where, how he got his red lightsaber oh, okay. is a totally new storyline. And That's cool. And it, it it covers so much stuff. It's but yeah, it's like equally new, uh, awesome. The new Star Wars books are, are all solid regardless, but like of them, the Darth Vader one's hands down yeah. the best. Yeah. And it introduced one of my new favorite characters that I hope gets put into a movie. It's to be a short episode. We're only like 40 minutes in. We only have 30 minutes left. This is Dr. Afra who yeah. also got her. Dr. Afra? <laughs> Afra. 
Afra. It's like Afra. Uh, female space Indiana Jones. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Only instead of it belongs in a museum, is it shouldn't be in a museum. Right. <laughs> it shouldn't be in a museum. We should be using it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are we wasting? She is an amazing character, and now has her own with interesting droid companions. Story. Yeah. Her her very first introduction is like the opposite of a scene from Indiana Jones, where instead of getting something for a museum, she's breaking into a museum to take something out, and it's the memory core that she puts into Triple Zero, her, right. her uh, protocol droid. Yeah. So what else do we have? And there's like a... That had two books come out. There's a... Uh, two? At yeah, least two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in absentia, and you had Charm School. Uh, did I have Charm School come out in 2017? <laughs> oh God, I can't remember. Like, sure, it was 2017. There's a part where she's running through the hallway trying to leave the museum. And yeah. The ceiling collapses, and right. instead of a boulder, it's a destroyer droid. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was pretty on the nose, but it was yeah. fun. <laughs> I love her character. She knows, like, there's no doubt in her mind. If Vader wants to kill her, he just will. Right. And so she never tries to hide. It's like, yeah, I failed. If you want to kill me, kill me. Right. But please don't. <laughs> like she doesn't beg. She says, "I could still be of use to you if you want to kill me." Charm School I'll says 2017, right. according to Google. Huh. By the way, if you Google Ben Reader, you're the first Ben Reader <laughs> <laughs> because he's the one true. I'm the one true. Yeah. Actually, I uh, have it. Charm School. I purchased it on July 30th, 2016. Well, this one says 2017, so I don't know. Well, when did it become digitally versus paperback? Uh, that's, yeah, let's see here. Because it could have been 2017 for a paper. Yeah, publication date is July 29, 2016. And, um, but, no, uh, you know what? It is not that one. It is Long Walk, I think, came out 2017. That's where you're thinking. Yeah, well, you, had, you had books yeah. come out. Though. Let me save you some time. Buy Ben's latest books. Buy <laughs> <laughs> all of Ben's books. Buy, buy the them books. Again. <laughs> if you already own Vader, them, buy them again. Vader flat out murders an entire battalion of stormtroopers just because Jocasta New reveals that he's a Anakin yeah, it's, to all of them. <laughs> it's, it's interesting to see him, what he'll do for damage control. It's like, can we kill her? She's a Jedi. He says, if you want a Jedi, kill this one. It's Anakin Skywalker. Boom. <laughs> Kills all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Damn it. Now we're going to have to clone more. <laughs> Damn it. There's another cloning back. Yeah, it was uh, it was the long walk uh, and um, and uh, Absentia that I published in So for uh, future news, uh, Ben and I will be at VisionCon again. And I'm hoping to have prom night uh, out by then. I am at prom Connecticut. Prom Connecticut, yes. Connecticut, <laughs> yes. Because because fuck English. <laughs> I will be uh, because I'm, puns and word plays. I I'll be I will be once again selling certificates of uh, certificates indicating that the bearer of the certificate has officially won the game. By the way, you've all just lost the game except for me and Ben. I believe <laughs> you have one. I have a certificate. Yeah. Because we, we officially won a while back, <laughs> and can no longer lose. It's, it's printed. Uh, it, it says so on the certificate. Yes, we have it in writing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, signed and sealed by the commissioner of the game. So clearly, it has to be legit. Signed exactly. and sealed by the commissioner of the game. So see, it has to be legit. 
Mean, so, but still. <laughs> <laughs> like the hey, there's never been a commissioner of the game before, right? Well, no, actually, I had I had the old commissioner sign it over. Ah, gotcha. With my brother. Under four, under under threat of force. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was my brother. I've got a, I've got a certificate lying around somewhere in my house uh, that, that no, officially names me as commissioner right. of the game as well. Uh, so you're, uh, <laughs> you have a supernatural season what thousand? Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be the last one. Ah, uh, okay. There's gonna be another one. Again, a real. Can they? There's the current season, and then one more that they have planned. For what now? Supernatural. Oh yes. Supernatural <laughs> needs to end. It yeah. does. A series does. that would not die. I don't get me wrong. I have enjoyed every every piece of Supernatural I've watched, but it needs to end. Yeah. They're doing it. <laughs> they are doing a spinoff too. Of course they fucking are. Uh, this week's episode was I actually the off back- so Irish. Of uh, course they are. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode was a backdoor pilot for the spinoff. Yeah. Oh, oh my. Wayward Sisters. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, this I'm, week's uh, is there a new episode that I haven't seen? Uh, it came back this week. Oh, okay. Maybe I just heard about the episode. And that's why I was thinking it was okay. Okay. That. Also, speaking of yeah, series that won't die, a little too long. Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead oh, Men God. Tell No Tales. I didn't even bother to see the new one because oh, I was. Yeah. I've got I watched it on Netflix. They are likely doing another of those too. Right? They're gonna yeah. keep putting them out there. It's until a license to print money. money. Yeah. <laughs> they will keep making those until Johnny Depp uh, dies. Stops, until Johnny Depp stops paying them to do it. Well, the the latest movie didn't do nearly as good as the, the previous one. Yeah, but you know what? It still made a lot of money. I know. That's why I said they'll keep doing it until it's not. Let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Orlando Bloom came back to do this one. <laughs> that's either... I'm not sure whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, well, it's a, a paycheck. Yeah, it's Orlando a paycheck. Bloom, that's the thing. So. Is, is that's, that's, <laughs> I mean, I ain't yeah, judging. Because what, you know, because what have we heard him in, good. you know, recently. When's the last time you've seen Orlando Bloom in something? Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, and when was that? Last one was 2015. So it's been a couple of years. He's starting to, you know, the royalties are starting to run a little dry. And even then, that was like the first time he did anything for a while. Like, Except he's not really consistently good work out there. Yeah. yeah. Because he's, I believe he's been working the stage in England. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, yeah, okay. I can, well, I, doesn't, I can mean, that. doesn't mean he doesn't want some of that uh, that movie money. Oh, uh, speaking of working the stage, even though it's, it's actually current, um, those of you in Springfield, Missouri, uh, who hate the sound of my voice and would like to see me die, <laughs> I am currently. Why you think? I am currently in a uh, in a theatrical production of Titus Andronicus. Um, if this episode goes live, when I hope it will, which will be tomorrow, Sunday, the twenty first, um, our first weekend of shows will be over, but we will be playing. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of the coming week. That will be the the 26th, 27th, and 28th. Uh, Performances are at the Springfield Art Museum, uh, Friday and Saturday at... uh, Doors open at 7. On uh, Sunday, we're doing a uh, a, a 2 p.m. matinee. Tickets are free. Um, So just show up. Um, I play an inconsequential character who falls into a pit and dies in the first act. <laughs> uh, <laughs> spoiler of the week. There's a spoiler of the week. Well, okay. Neil's character died. I'm sorry. Um, that's not really of a spoiler when you're talking about the the play Titus Andronicus. Well, yeah. Um, so, brief history lesson. Titus Andronicus is Shakespeare's bloodiest play. Of the cast, I believe five survive. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah. Like, through the entire play, I think five, maybe six people actually live Quentin through Quentin Tarantino thing. presents William Shakespeare's <laughs> Titus Andronicus. Keep in mind... <laughs> right? The title character dies in it. Well, the title characters die in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. yeah. And the title character died a lot in surprisingly high things. Shakespeare was a fond of tragedies. There are, in fact, only two main characters who live through it. I am not playing a main character. <laughs> you don't have plot armor. Yeah, no. You don't have plot immunity. So. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I'm, I am, instead of having plot armor, I am a plot coupon. <laughs> uh, me, uh, one of the other pe- characters, and the person playing Lavinia, the daughter, they're a plot coupon that allows Titus to go on a roaring rampage of revenge throughout the second half of the play. Rampage! Very much. <laughs> um, <laughs> Speaking of Tarantino, I believe it was during 2017 still when he showed interest in doing a Star Trek movie. Yeah, I've got to see how that one's going to That is so weird. Well, it starts with everyone dying. Yeah, it starts with you know everyone bleeding. Because Tarantino can't do a movie without someone bleeding and having a garish, you know, a garish <laughs> wound somewhere. I'm trying to picture an R-rated Star Wars, Star Trek movie. You, it, it'd be surprisingly it'd be easier done. than you think. Yeah. I mean, at, throw, no, throw I know movie. it'd be easy to do. I'm just trying to picture. Well, I mean, a I mean, more, throw in a, a bit more blood and a gratuitous sex scene too. And Patrick well, Stewart has said that if he does it, he'd be interested in coming back to Picard. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that is that is a bold move. I would do, I would go see that. The thing is, is that with with the feel of Deep Space Nine, you know, uh, and and that that series grit, it could be done. Deep Space Nine. Cisco is such a Cisco's a war criminal and also awesome. Yeah, he's a badass. He, and a, yeah, he literally in 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 a couple episodes. Literally makes planets uninhabitable because uh, because it's the quickest way to win a war. Mm-hmm. He is Cisco is such a Machiavellian captain. Oh yeah, that's why I like him because you know it's like well, and the thing is is that in when he compares everything he does to the bigger picture as opposed to Picard, who while I loved him as a diplomat. Mm-hmm. You know, was always we must follow the rules. We yeah. must always stick to the rules, and 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 Cisco was like. To hell with the rules. I need to, you know, well, that's <laughs> to hell with the rules. I will save more lives if I if I irradiate this one planet. Yep. <clears throat> well, that was because Cisco was written as the anti Picard too. Like yeah. literally, yeah. Yeah. I am not you. Picard. <laughs> yeah. Picard never hit me. <laughs> I am not Picard. <laughs> oh, you're going to be so much fun. <laughs> See, if I was playing, you'd be like, oh, you're going to be so much fun. <laughs> Hair, <laughs> Yes. No, that, that's actually more my B.A. to guy character. <laughs> but uh, let's see. What other things happened last year? Uh, a couple obvious shout-outs. Um, <laughs> since, you know, before we're out of time. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, that was awesome. Oh, Wonder much awesome. Wonder Woman, yes. awesome. much awesome. Yeah. Uh, Chris Tolkien was okay. Chris Tolkien was okay. Justice League was okay. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was all right. Okay. Yeah. Chris Tolkien gave up his control over the uh, Tolkien estate. Oh yeah, it's pretty significant. Right around the time that Amazon announced that they were doing a series. I'm yeah. sure it's just a coincidence. <laughs> right. Well, the thing is, <laughs> the guy's like in his 80s or 90s. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, is that yeah, under normal rules, 
Tolkien's stuff should have been public uh, public domain long ago. Disney, but, had Disney, those re- but Disney rewrites uh, copyright law every time Mickey Mouse is about to go into public domain. Yeah. 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 <coughs> so he just goes, hey, ha, you hear some money, ha, rewrite the law, ha. <laughs> hey, boys, that's more Speed Racer than Mickey Mouse. Yeah, a little bit higher, ha. Yeah, hey, that's, that's more Speed Racer <laughs> with the ha ha's. <laughs> It's coming up behind speed hard rock. Copyright law. Oh boy! Oh boy! Gotta keep me from becoming public domain. Otherwise, Wolf will come out of the freezer and kick your ass. We wouldn't want that, would we? And this is how I got sued by the Disney Corporation. That's how the lawsuit makes me to have that kind of language in Kingdom Hearts Three. Well, it's like they've accumulated so much stuff at this point. Kingdom Hearts. What no? What 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 kind of language you mean? The way he was just talking, kicking my ass. <laughs> so I, yeah. just, I just started replaying the Kingdom Hearts games. <laughs> oh, you think you're gonna kick my ass? <laughs> Kingdom Hearts were good games. Uh, yeah. What was I gonna look up? I have my phone know. out and I've got a search bar open. What was I actually gonna look up? <laughs> <laughs> Short-term short memory loss. Uh, first sign of of, of uh, dementia. <laughs> Which is kind they of strange because you're they say not memory, the young, oldest guy. Memory is the second thing to go. Nobody remembers the first. <laughs> <laughs> That's short term memory. <laughs> no. Something important ish. About um, 2017. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess it wasn't that important. People died. A lot of people died. Yeah, and, and as, as much as we felt it in 2017, Carrie Fisher's death didn't happen until the end of 2016. Yeah. 20, uh, 2017 at least made it feel, uh, at least didn't uh, feel like it was adding as much credence to the concept that uh, that, 26, that, ha- that uh, was espoused in 2016, which was David Bowie was secretly holding the world together. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah, and that was... Yeah, 2016 was a rough year. 2017 didn't start off very well either. Um, but it wasn't as bad. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, as far as that goes, I think it's one of those things of, yeah, we need to remember that the talent that we have around may not, you know, is ephemeral. Yeah, yeah appreciate, appreciate it while it lasts. Yeah, and, and, and it is it is really shaped by its times. Dave, David Bowie wouldn't even stand out nowadays, you know, when with all the permutations that he's gone through. I mean, look at Lady Gaga. <laughs> you know. Um, oh, geez, I hesitate to say this, but I just realized that Iron Fist was a thing that happened in 2017. <laughs> well, you know, we got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and he would, he would, if we're here, he would remind us all within the first five minutes of meeting him. <laughs> that A, I'm the immortal by Iron Fist. Yeah, I'm the immortal Iron Fist. I'm Danny Rand. I'm the immortal, immortal Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. And I happened in 2017. <laughs> uh, speaking of, Jessica Jones... Season two will be out in March. Yep. Cool. And Punisher season two is twenty nineteen, right? I think so. The uh, next thing after Jessica, I think, is the next Daredevil. And then Luke Cage. I think is is Luke Cage later in the year or yeah. are they doing okay. So we're having three this year. We got Jessica Jones, we got Daredevil, and we got Luke Cage. But that's for next episode. Yeah. Yep. When we look forward to twenty 18 because it's easy cheap content um, <laughs> hey you know if you take the low hanging fruit I mean it's there mm-hmm. there for a reason 
low-hanging fruit still tastes just as sweet as long as it's ripe. <laughs> you know what we didn't get in 2017 that we should have because it's only a few months away? It's a freaking solo trailer. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Seriously. There's too many trailers as it is. Four months away. I don't, I don't care, but that's because I don't watch trailers. <laughs> I actively avoid trailers these days because... I take my responsibility as a as a film critic very seriously, <laughs> um, and I well, I'm, I'm kind of being serious, although I'm being facetious at the same time. I do take it. Ser- I, I like when I go into a movie um, that I, if, especially if we're going to review it. Yeah. If if it's a, if we're not going to review it, I don't I don't care quite so much. But if we're going to review it, when we get, when I go into a movie, I try to go into that movie as blind as possible. Right. I try to not. I, I try not to watch trailers. I try not to watch. Um, I try not to read any any thought. I if when I'm driving and the radio is on and there's a film review of it, I turn the radio off, uh, just so that I can be complete. Because like. Otherwise, I, I'll do things like go in with preconceptions like uh, like Justice League's going to be really crap. Or you'll you'll have you'll have like a particular joke or action beat, and then you'll recognize the general scene. You'll be waiting for it, and you'll be thinking ahead instead yeah. of being in the moment. All the people who saw the Rogue One trailer is like, where was this in the movie? <laughs> yeah, like half the friggin' trailer was like didn't make the 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 final cut. <laughs> the, well, that's the because the whole cut. thing was just a misunderstanding. <laughs> and there's a deep cut for you. Which is funny because I was I was actually quite pleased because a lot of the things I didn't like about it was in the trailer that got scrapped. I love mm-hmm. the movie. I just meant like leading up to it. I had reservations, like yeah. that cheesy line about "This is a rebellion, isn't it?" I rebel, and I'm like, yeah. "That's fucking stupid." And then <laughs> it didn't make it in the movie, and I'm like, "Sweet, yeah. <laughs> score, yeah. good editing, guys." Yeah. Although, yeah. Oh, you know, a good example, an interesting thing about trailers is, you know, more and more uh, as the hype machine builds and things are more, you know, um, marketed on the internet and such. Um, there's like all these different trailers and teasers and teaser for a teaser for a trailer and all that crap. Right. Um, back in back in 1999, shortly before the Matrix came out, I I distinctly remember very short, very mysterious trailers. You had no idea what the fuck it was about. You had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Just a couple flashes of things, and I'm like, that's weird. I wonder what that's about. And then I saw the movie, and I'm like, I had no fucking idea what I was in for. <laughs> right. So right. I kind of I kind of it makes me a little wistful for those days where. You know, you had very short, concise trailers that just kind of, like, piqued someone's interest instead of going, hey, here's half the movie. Like, right. Spider-Man Homecoming, you could have watched the final trailer and not watched the movie and essentially got what the movie was. Like, that was really excessive, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I just, I like I like the ones that make, you know, that made people go, oh, what's this? Yeah, just a little, just a little, <laughs> like, even with Batman, uh, the Dark, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. You know, the, the little... So the first uh, Force Awakens trailer, too, was really well done. Right. Yeah. They right. gave you just enough to make you interested without giving... Yeah, a few, anything. Like, a few visuals, yeah. a few things that kind of keep your curiosity, and that's it. There's no yeah. spoilers. The voiceover of Maz's voice. Who are you? That's what we want to know. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we want to know, too. Indeed. So, yeah, and... <sighs> That's what I'm expecting in the solo trailer is just flashes of the characters we know we're going to see and the flash of the falcon. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is the story. Yeah, this is. This I hope is the story you know, of Han Solo. I hope that Solo doesn't get too fan servicey. I don't want it to be too meta. Like, hey, we're referencing the thing, you guys. Don't you like that we're referencing the thing? I want yeah. it to just be its own thing and be good and leave it at that. Yeah, you know, that was actually why I liked uh, Force Awakens because there were a few things where they referenced the thing. Yeah, but it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't obnoxious. Right. Yeah. But we know it. We know it's going to be him meeting Chewie and meeting Lando and probably getting the Falcon from Lando. Yeah, and, lo- and, and see that makes me wonder, like, what sh- what did Han pilot before he had the Falcon? If, <laughs> it, yeah. if they if they do pull from Legends, he worked for the Empire. Yeah. He yeah. Was, yeah. Well, that and because the, there's a there's a line in one of the original Han Solo uh, trilogy is like you know you don't get the Imperial blood stripe for nothing. Yeah. You know, for good. Uh, it's a Corellian blood strike. Corellian blood stri- Yeah, the Corellian blood strike for what uh, good behavior. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because that red stripe down his pants actually means something. You know, and down the side of his pants, I should say. <laughs> uh, we got uh, ten minutes. We should probably start to wrap up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, twenty seventeen was a pretty good year for nerdum. Yeah. Um, Look forward to twenty eighteen, but that's next week. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> A teaser for the trailer for the year. <laughs> yeah, the trailer for 2018. After, after comes I just decried it in trailers, let's try to do an hour and a half long trailer. <laughs> for 2018. <laughs> That's more like, you know, in the news and shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not going to be telling everybody what the story for 2018 is because we don't even have the plot yet. So is, it, is, our, is our New Year's resolution to consolidate some of our reviews then? So it's not a review episode every episode? Um, <laughs> there's a lot coming out this year. There are things, yeah, there's a lot coming out both in game and in movies and TV. It's worth playing with. Um, I've got a couple ideas, but we'll discuss that later. Right. See, the thing is a lot of nerddom, though, hinges on what we see in movies and TV. Uh, but also in games, you mm-hmm. know. But yeah. now games have their own TV shows. Uh, they're on YouTube, but still, <laughs> you know, Critical Role is its own TV show, pretty much. You know, thing. that's another thing we can explore too is uh, looking at more, um, you know, non-traditional stuff to analyze and review, like yeah. YouTube series and stuff like that, as opposed to just major theatrical release, insert Marvel movie or yeah. whatever movie here. You know, well, yeah. But yeah, that's something we can we can work <clears throat> on. With next time. Between now and next time. Yeah, that'll be, you know, hype, 2018 hype episode next week, so. Right. Any other well, major 2017 stuff to hit on in the last few minutes here? Uh, well, we're at the, let's see here. I mean, nerddom, right? Because there's a whole bunch of other stuff going outside yeah. Of, yeah, just, just of, geek, uh, of geekdom. Um, let's see, we've got local folks. We have uh, a Kansas City Comic Con coming up, don't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we've got a Comic Con coming up in St. Louis. Yeah. We've got Vision Con coming up next week, which Neil and I will be at. But next week? Uh, next month, I'm sorry. I was going to say, Christ! <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, um, it's, they moved it up to January 23rd, man. Pack your shit. Well, uh, I can't. I got I got Titus, man. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I, we got I, Vision I Con coming up next month. Yeah. Um, we're going to be in the dealer's room, uh, near the front. As you come down the escalator and stairs, mm-hmm. you will see us, because we're going to be in a big booth with several other authors. Uh, and and uh, me. And, <laughs> that's it. We are going to be in, in a big booth, so, uh, and hopefully a booth, babe. Um, so, Goodness. Yeah, uh, my friend, uh, my friend Teresa, um, I'm going to try and get her to come out. If not, you know, I'll find somebody. 
I keep meaning to one of these days uh, dress up uh, cosplay as the John from <laughs> Spoon. So, and that, and, and then you know, if you stand out in front of a of a, a booth of a of the booth as a member of Steam Powered Giraffe and just. <laughs> The John was never one of the best of Steam Power Giraffe, though. No. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Well, that, that's a thing I'll tell you about later. Um, but, yeah. Um, anyhow. Great. Great. Great, uh, great. Great to be back. We hope to have weekly content for you going forward. The year of push. Yes, year of push. So, remember, share our content. Yeah. Especially if you got this far. I mean... Yeah. If you got this far... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, this has been Neil. The one true Ben. Mike. And Wookie. And, uh, next time, Geek Anthology. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter E and the number 35. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstore, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast, or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us, either by donating directly at our website, or on Patreon at patreon.com slash working theory. A final thought. 2018 is gonna be great. <laughs>